Wow. That's, that's our new intro sound right that there. Is, that's do that bassy. again. Saturday Omaha. Saturday Omaha. Eat this. Well, let, let's make the people happy with another Saturday Omaha morsel episode, which it's not quite as long as the full episode, hence why it's a morsel. And it's a quick review and overview of a restaurant that we visited. And in this case, TJ and I went back for a second round and further evaluation to rice noodle Thai. Um, yes. Yes. Yes, we yes, did. Yes, we did, Dave. Indeed. No, uh, so we've uh, we tried this place out at Taste of Omaha. We did uh, originally, which actually Dave, you had to remind me of. Yeah. And do you remember if they were the place that we got Thai coffee from too? Uh, I, I believe it was. Yeah, because if if not, we need to try. Well, if so, we need to try it there because that was some good stuff. But we <laughs> haven't tried that at the uh, location yet. This is our second trip here, and uh, I yeah, I think uh, we we were looking for we're we're in the uh, Asian sphere of food. Or Mexican. Those are those are our two genres we were looking for, and uh, we wanted to pick a place that had some good food that we hadn't talked about before. And I have to say, I like the fact that we've gone here now a few times before putting it on official Saturday tape, which is large tape. Um, to uh, you know, so we got a a repeat. You've got you got some of the same stuff and a different thing this time. I did the exact same thing. So, a couple things about Rice Noodle Thai. First of all, uh, they're in a small strip mall precisely located at 9523 Q Street, Omaha, Nebraska, 68127. There's the zip code. I just said it with complete reckless abandon. You did. The zip code of Q Street's Restaurant Row. Indeed. In fact, uh, so you had, uh, there's a Chinese buffet, there's a pho place, that's sitting over there, and rice noodle Thai. So, and there's a Mexican uh, bakery. Yes, uh, there is nestled a, in there. It took immense willpower not to stop in the Mexican bakery on the way out of there to uh, to come here. Ooh, and come out with a bag of conchas. Uh, so, in addition to that, I have to call out uh, Rice Noodle Thai's website, and so their their address is ricenoodletie.com, which is a great you know, perfect web address because that's the name of the restaurant. The thing is a, uh, a URL uh, in your web browsing thing, i.e. Google Chrome. That was a double web joke there. Um, it's all lowercase, right? So it says ricenoodletie.com. Now, an I, as you know, has a little dot over it, and, and it does here in, in the, uh, the browser uh, bar. But if you back off just a little bit, that I could look like an L. So it says rice nude lethal. That's funny. Um, anyway, so uh, there, there's that. There's, I just wanted to, TJ's nodding his head. Let's talk about some food. So we got a mix of stuff. Uh, Tom, one of our uh, cons- most consistent uh, Saturday attendees, attended. Certainly, certainly a longtime supporter of ours, I would Absolutely. say. Absolutely. Abs- for years. I mean, even before we were officially Saturday, uh, he gave us his full support and then some. Yes. Quite so, yes. Indeed. So we got a mix of things, uh, some appetizery things and some entree things and some soup things. So let's start with the appetizery things, and I'm going to start with the egg rolls. The egg rolls uh, come in at a real good 
good price. They're right around six bucks, and you get four of them and some kind of sweet and spicy, uh, more clear, uh, a chili-infused dipping sauce. And these suckers are really good, and they're a little different. They're I, they're unique to rice noodle Thai. Um, they're a smaller vegetarian egg roll, little vermicelli in there, nicely fried, golden brown, and not greasy. I am not a fan of anybody's egg roll when I grab it with my hands and it starts oozing oil. I hate that. These right. do not all have y'all, a problem. All y'all with cold fryers, you've been put on notice. Ooh, booyah. So, the, yeah, so these are fried real well. Um, they're a smaller one. They're probably about as big of a round as eh, maybe a nickel. Um, and what's kind of interesting is they have an outside crunch, but the first inside layer is, is more of a chewy consistency before you hit the vegetables and the noodles, which I kind of like. It's delicious. I will say due to some, uh, other food things that happened and travel time, I picked up my order late this time around. So the egg rolls got a chance to steam a little bit more, and I think they they suffered from that slightly versus the first time around that I ordered them. Uh, they were, were perfect. They were still delicious, don't get me wrong, because I ate them all. Uh, I did make a strategic lunch trading type swap with Tom for a dumpling. So I had three of the four egg rolls. They were all delicious. Uh, they're priced right. I would definitely order these guys again. They were They were tasty. Teach any appetizery things your way. How about them cream cheese puffs? Indeed, the cream cheese puffs are worth a comment. So, first, the negative. I could have used maybe a little bit more filling in them, though I debate on that. Uh, It was mostly cream cheese, not to the point of me going, oh, this is just cream cheese. It was not that. There were definite elements to it. I want to say it was a crab rangoon type. It is because, and that's, I remember when you ordered, because you you didn't get these this time, but you got them last time. Correct. Yes, we are. We are casting our minds back. Yes. Uh, wow. Good, good tie-in to the word cast. But yeah, so you look at them on the menu and they're a puff and they're not wrapped like a wonton, but that or like a wonton, like a crab rangoon, but that's what they are. It's a crispy deep fried wonton wrapper around cream cheese and imitation crab filling served with sweet and sour sauce. So it's their version of a crab rangoon, but certainly folded differently. Right. And that I am going to, uh, it would depend on the mood that I am in. But most of the time, I would say this offering is superior in that it doesn't do the Captain Crunch thing that so many wontons and oh, uh, crab rangoons mouth do. Stabby? Mouth stabby. I love me some uh, some crab rangoons, and I like that they're kind of open on the edges because, and some of you will love this idea, and some of you will be utterly disgusted. I like to pour just a little soy sauce into those foldy bits on the end. Oh, my. To dress it from the inside. Same with the, the duck sauce and the hot mustard. Yeah. Are you saying the corner, corners are like a sauce funnel? They are. Uh, so I, I will be adding that to the lexicon. Sauce, sauce funnel. funnel. I, I I can deal with that. Can it replace Uh, You know, we have not used that word that you just spoke for quite some time. In fact, I may censor that out. No one will know what you said. That's true. I think I'm the one who uses it most, <gasps> ironically. No. Um, so, yeah, sauce funnel. And I do like that aspect of them. I do like getting to the crispy corners first. However, it does get mouth-cutty, especially if you're eating an entire plate of uh, standard-issue crab rancoons. The puff form uh, does, 
I, I think three features are had. One, oh, it's round. Yes, it's comfortable. <laughs> so you 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 wrap your uh, your toothy uh, toothiness, your your protrusions made for biting into such things Inside around uh, such as such a conveyance for this filling. And it's kind of a pleasant mouthfeel from the get-go. It's very soft, although just that crispness on the outside, soft on the inside. It's, it is a good tactile experience. I would say far more so than uh, the standard issue Crab Rangoon. It's decidedly prettier, I think. I, much as I like the foldiness of a Crab Rangoon, yes. this is, there's, there's almost like a suggestiveness of some sort of swan or something about it. Oh my, yes. It's, the... it's a majestic little puff. And it still has just one corner uh, wrapped around the edge to use as a, uh, a comfortable gripping device, oh. which is also Built quite aesthetically handle. pleasing. I, I like this. It is, at its core, somewhat literally, a crab rangoon. It is basically the same idea, but the form factor is nice. It is a pleasant change of pace. How about some entrees, then? Because uh, we have a group of four, I think, different entrees, three or four different entrees to uh, stratify between the two visits. I will start with the Drunken Noodles, a favorite Thai dish of mine. And one of my favorite places to get it is Salween Thai. I really like their Drunken Noodles. They're delicious. And I wanted to try the Drunken Noodles here. A hallmark of the drunken noodle, as I know it, is a sweeter sauce, some darker brown, and a lot of times possibly some maple-type flavor in there. Sliced tomato, some Thai basil is definitely a hallmark, and a wide rice noodle. Recently, I have encountered some drunken noodles that did not fit this mold in any way and was disappointed. Not here. I got the drunken noodles here and was pointed. Is that the opposite of disappointed? Uh, these were delicious, um, had the right type of sauce. I, If I order them a second time, I might ask them for more sauce. There was a decent amount of sauce on here, but I, I like it. I am looking forward to that sweet sauce covering and going around everything. It did here. I just, I just want a little more of it. That's just a personal thing. It's not a knock on the dish. It was very well prepared. The noodles were delicious. Uh, pretty sure that I cleaned if not every inch of my uh, drunken noodle box out uh, real close. I got it with beef. I really like uh, the beef on this dish. It is a $3 upcharge to get beef, I think, versus chicken. But for me, totally worth it. I think it puts it in at like 12 and change for a big thing of noodles. It was delicious. Uh, would recommend. Uh, and so, yeah, I, I would definitely get it again from Rice Noodle Thai. Uh, Tej, now I got these the last visit, not today's visit. You got these both times? Yes, yes, I did. And that uh, that said, so I haven't had Salween yet. That is on our list of uh, places to go and talk about. Yes. But I have had them, I want to say, three or four other places. And I do like me a good drunken noodle. And I have had them, you know, again, several places. It was my introduction to Thai originally, and the the first one blew my mind. That said, it's some of them are a little heavy isn't exactly the right word. Some are a little oversweet for my taste. Uh, that that sure. mapley uh, addition, well, it's good. 
some add more or less than others. This is light on that while I'm still very much aware of it. I am, now that you say it, very curious about the order of things done. I think the noodles might be made drunken and then the spice level applied afterwards because at the end of mine, and it wasn't... I don't want to give the impression that there was too much. There was probably a tablespoon or two as I was tipping the last little bit of carrot and pepper and noodle, just the last maybe maybe little spoonful. I don't know. I was using chopsticks, so it was kind of hard to tell. But the last little tiny bit while I was trying to get out of there, in the corner of the box that I was tipping it to, there was maybe a tablespoon or two of chili oil. So I'm wondering if that's how the spice level of, is decided. If your, your noodle drunkenness factor, which you are looking for more of, is a a semi-predetermined thing, and then the additional food bricant <laughs> Lubricant, a, but for food? Uh-huh. Fubricant. Is, is a chili... Fubricant. Fubricant. So, Dang. Uh, wow. So, so far, we've got the uh, Fatterday Fix Noise, uh, Fubricant, and whatever that word was that was replacing that other word that we're... Oh, uh, Sauce Funnel. Yes. All of that said, I like the uh, the slightly lighter sweetness and color of these noodles. The texture is excellent. I kind of like a good, good mouthfeel. Yeah, a, a little bit of chewiness Heck to yeah. them. They were definitely a robust noodle. Um, that that sweet the the rice noodle feel. There's just something about it I really yeah. dig. Yeah. That glutinous isn't the right word because rice is not a gluteny they're, item. They're but, not sticky. They remain al dente. The large flat noodle is just a good combo. I got a, a drunken noodle recently that had like a thin noodle and all the sauce soaked into the noodle. I'm like, yeah, nah, right. this isn't doing it. Rice noodle Thai did a good job there. Agreed. So you, you have these noodles going in. As you pointed out, the Thai basil, which in previous incarnations of this, I haven't found as many whole leaves. In fact, I don't remember finding whole leaves. And it's... It's not as strong as finding a big whole leaf of, like, Italian basil. It blends very nicely, even if you get a few large leaves in there. It plays very well. So having those leaves as a part of the, the stir-fry or however it's prepared, they, they seem a touch crisp, the leaves do. So however that's Fresh. done, having those in there, it's just it's very pleasant. It's this burst of peppery, basil-y flavor to break up that solid sweet heat of the noodles and the same goes for the tomatoes and peppers they are very obviously fresh they're these pops of fresh flavor in there the wonderful vegetal somewhat tangy things Mm -hmm. happening this is it's not a lot of the drunken noodles i have had are far more homogenous this one well it does have that solidity that that mellow melded kind of thing happening throughout it also has these pops of flavor that make it very interesting it's simultaneously that salad fresh plus comfort food melded it it all it all comes together real nice i had i will generally order a drunken noodle to try it and then i want to try other things this is this is a drunken noodle and visit. I don't know if I'll ever be able to not order it. Gotcha. And did you get yours with chicken beef or what, what protein? I, 
I got mine with beef both times. Okay. It just it goes so well with this style. Yeah, super uh, savory. Chicken wouldn't be bad, but it wouldn't be as good. I can't think of anything I'd like as well. For those of you who, you know, are seafood lovers, I think shrimp would go fairly well, but beef is king here. Three bucks is worth it. Beyond that then, so you got a bowl of pho. No, you didn't get the pho. You got the Tom Ka soup. Last time. Last time, yes. How was that? That. Oh, that was an adventure. Ooh. That was a soup, buddy. So I questioned at the time, uh, I had asked you when we were doing prep and notes on cost for that, because I remembered it was a little on the pricey side. It was entree priced. Uh, 1045 or 1095, my handwriting is terrible. 95 is what I have down here. So almost 11 bucks for... About a quart of soup. Uh, That's a lot of soup, but it's also, again, full-on entree priced. If I was going to a Chinese restaurant and getting hot and sour wonton or egg drop or any of the standbys that we know, I would not be willing to pay this kind of price for it. So I was... I did it for science, darn it. Yeah. We had to find out about this type of soup I hadn't had before. Again, this is an underexplored cuisine for me, so we had to try the thing. And that's the the coconut flavor is fairly mild. It is definitely present. It is a coconut soup with coconut milk after all. But most of what the coconut milk is doing is adding a little bit of sweetness and a lot of wonderful creaminess, which is balanced by quite a bit of chili. Um, It is still more of a sweet and savory, slightly spicy soup. The chili is not overpowering. Reading off the ingredient list, Tom Ka is a coconut soup with lemongrass, mushrooms, oh, the mushrooms, tomatoes, again, that pop of freshness, kefir, lime, which I assume was suffused throughout and gave it a nice, well, acidity, of course, Uh, onion, cilantro, fresh lime juice, and of course, the coconut milk, which I feel like it's redundant with coconut soup, but there may have been shavings of uh, coconut in there as well. Honestly, I do not remember from last time. What I do remember is Tom Yum is okay. Um, it's it's not my favorite thing in the whole wide world. I know a lot of people who like it a good deal more than I do. It's just not for me. Um, it's, it's all right. I don't hate it. Tom Ka, I was expecting to be similar. Decent flavor, some things that I like but probably wasn't going to order it again. The first bite of this was amazing, especially the... I'm not a big shrimp guy, but the shrimp was good. The mushrooms were good. I forget if I had to upcharge for the shrimp. Uh, they're, they're a caveat. But the mushrooms were were fresh. I want to say halves or holes. They, they were good-sized. They went surprisingly well with that sweet, spicy, acidic, wonderful combo of things. The tomatoes, that that pop of flavor. It was just a good savory soup. If you had given me, I could do this as an actual entree. That is not something I frequently say of soup. This and some sort of carb-like item, like if I was trying to do this at an Italian restaurant, it'd be bread. Here, maybe the, the egg rolls or the cream puffs and this soup would make me pretty darn happy at a very reasonable price. This, again, is... If not a must order, it's very close to. So let's talk about another soup because I got one, except it's actually listed as a noodle dish. This one is the Boy, wonton howdy. soup with egg noodle. 
So this is described as egg noodles, steamed wonton stuffed with chicken, fried garlic, bean sprouts, green onion, cilantro, and Chinese broccoli in a clear broth. I, I wanted to change it up from the drunken noodle I got the first time. I wanted to try something uh, something different, so I did. So this is, this is such an interesting combination. So you get the large quart container of broth, a clear broth that is similar to a similar to a wonton soup type broth except it is more clear and slightly sweeter what was my kind of hallmark so i would say soy and sweet were was the feeling i was getting on this broth lots of onions i did not pick up on a heavy fried garlic flavor although that is listed here uh, the sprouts and and actually, let me take that back. I saw the fried garlic because I got the noodles and the sprouts and the fried garlic were in a separate container from the broth, which is great because that way you can combine them when they are ready to eat. However, the fried garlic flavor, I, I don't know if it really packed a punch for me for some reason. Maybe it was how I mixed it in. And if you were to eat this in the restaurant, I have a feeling that fried garlic might sit on top. So as you took a bite of noodles and things like that, it would get mixed into that forkful or chopstickful or whatever, and you would get that kind of garlic hit. So, but the the noodles were a a ramen type egg noodle, um, kind of that size if if you think ramen noodle, and they they came out of the box in in a clump as as noodles do because this is to go. So you need to spread them out within the soup. I didn't spread them all the way out because I kind of wanted just this big bite of noodles because it's tasty yeah that's dave just gave you a preview of my pho review right there yeah i kind of felt the same way sometimes i man give me like 40 noodles on a fork and just hook it up let's do that so the the chicken in the wonton wrapper was as advertised um very soft of course because it was in the soup so more of a secondary noodle stuffed with chicken chicken had a very mild flavor um and definitely the the broth and that kind of sweet uh soy type flavor uh as near as i can tell soy is what i'm gonna go with throughout um i i would say this was good i like the drunken noodles better and uh, this would be kind of an interesting thing to split with somebody as an appetizer. It would not be my choice for a main course. Uh, would definitely share this with somebody uh, and get this um, as, you know, may, there's a lots of soups available. This might be a good dish to uh, substitute for a different type of soup and split. I think that takes us to our last dish, which is your pho. Pho, sure. I'm so sad it's not pronounced pho because I can't do that. Yeah. <sighs> but pho. Pho. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, we've, uh, or I have, I think, slowly been going on a tour of uh, Omaha's pho. <laughs> and I think perhaps we may need to do a, a string of uh, pho casts uh, in future. But that said, this is, I think, the third I have had in recent memory since we've been uh, sticking to the Asian uh, side of cuisine. Uh, I could have used more meat in this, uh, especially at the cost of said dish at, uh, I want to say twelve ninety five. It was 12 something. Uh, yeah. And I think you can add extra protein for three you, bucks. You can. Yeah. The, the upcharges are, seem to be frequently worth it. I think I did one on 
if not every dish, either two out of three last time, and the only one I did this time was the the beef and the drunken noodle. The upcharges are not onerous, so that that may be on me. The sliced beef, whatever type it may be, is tender, and that sort of uh, not super strong beefy flavor, but it definitely lets you know it's there. It's it's very pleasant and plays nicely with the soup. The broth was. Uh, a touch more homogenous than some that is neither good nor bad, just a note. Uh, some some have more characteristics that stand out individually. Some go together a little bit more. It was a very nice broth, and I think the upcharge would be worth it, especially since yeah. all of the other upcharges have absolutely been worth it. I think the additional two bucks would uh, would solve this problem. So let's let's add that as as one of our individual dish hints is spend the extra two bucks, get the extra meat for balance, unless you want mostly broth and noodles, which is fine. Maybe you wanted a little bit lighter lunch. And you could add extra noodles for two bucks instead of the beef if you wanted to slide that way. Nice. I I appreciate your your dropping of knowledge is what's happening right now. Gotcha. So, yes, those upcharges are available, and they are minuscule as compared to the overall cost of your meal. I would say very much worth it, and I will be doing them next time. Uh, the usual suspects are here, a rice noodle of uh, sorts. Again, not the uh, not the ramen style like you had where they're slightly curly, a straighter rice noodle type, but about the same thickness. They had a very nice texture to them, and again, with the takeout container, they did do the block of noodle things, but were easier to separate. One, because they are straighter, and two, because I brought a bowl, which really, I'd kind of been doing it, and it's been a superfluous object up until that last trip where I got the Tom Ka. And I went, wait a minute, I have one of these things that soup goes in, and I will forever be bringing them. That is that is the fatter day uh, curbside pickup tip of the day is a bowl. I, yes. I cannot begin to say how much it changes the experience versus eating out of a takeout container. Anyway, thus far I have found that pho in general seems to be best enjoyed with chopsticks. That would be another uh, pro tip is bowl and chopsticks for this particular uh, type of thing. It just enhances the experience and the in- dealing with the individual ingredients. You you feel a lot more satiated eating that way and given what's in it it's pretty comfortable to eat. You know, some things they don't work out so well. You want that fork or that spoon. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, back in my days as a noodle sommelier, um, I knew that you had to use chopsticks to get the right amount of air through the noodles to correctly get the flavor on your entire palate. Oh, see, I used to just use one of those, you know, the swirly tops for the noodles to get that kind of tornado effect in there. Then it's oxygenated once it gets into the glass <laughs> of noodles. Do you have a noodle snifter so that you can uh, move your noodles around in there and you just kind of shake it in a clockwise or counterclockwise motion i have been known to borrow a noodle snifter from uh, our dear friend frampton he keeps them <laughs> in the back with his gravy collection oh that's perfect yes and of course you know before using a noodle snifter you have to line the inside depending on the cuisine with either chili oil uh in this case or if you're you know eating an italian dish a little nice olive oil helps that snifter so the noodles just wrap around the outside like they're supposed to Dave, I'm going to have to ask you to stop being funnier than me. I'll try. <sighs> if only you could. Ah, if only yes. you could. But so that said, the pho was delicious. Excellent. My least favorite of the things, but, but delicious. delicious. <laughs> the drunken noodle 
was delicious and one of the best drunken noodles I have had. The tom ka, absolutely delicious. Uh, definitely the bowl is still the pro tip on that one. Yeah. So that I think that brings me to the end of the things I have it had. Does. does that bring you to the end of the things that you have had? I believe it does. It yes, does. Now? And on this morsel, as you may remember from prior Saturday morsels, we need to talk about the hook and the hint of this place. So I am going to do my best to summarize, TJ. And if you just are like, yeah, cool. If you have anything you want to add in, all right. So the hook here, I think, is that they have a fairly diverse menu. Um, there's probably about, I don't know, six or seven sections with about four or five dishes each. So it's not like it's a 90-page menu, but it's a diverse menu. So you can decide if you want a curry, or you want pho, or you want a noodle dish, or fried rice. And like the soups, there's some different soups in there. Uh, and and like this, this wonton soup with egg noodle, that's different. I haven't seen that anywhere like this is just so scour the menu find some unique things maybe order a you know thing you know and the thing you don't know so that's kind of the hook the hint i think from tj's perspective is check out those extras spend that extra two bucks if you want a little more noodle or you want a little more protein do that so that's gonna be that with the bonus tip of bring a bowl if you're getting a soup so that you may enjoy the soup in its natural soup habitat. Yeah, as much as uh, TJ wants to be different and diverse and interesting on this one, yeah, you totally got my number on that one. Uh, the, uh, the hook is that the diverse and interesting menu that is also small enough to be easily navigable, it's, it's hard to go wrong, but there's not so much that it feels daunting. I, I really like the, the different things that they have here, and it's very easy to, to go through and find some things that you might like. And the hint, yeah, absolutely. Those upcharges are minimal and very much worth it. I have yet to come across one that isn't that hasn't left me totally satisfied. I am I am very pleased with those. That extra three bucks or two bucks can make a huge difference and they're uh, their online menu, as you said, props to them on the website. The information I need is up front. And you click on the thing that you want. And if it's maybe not exactly what you're looking for, there's a couple of checkboxes or a couple of options that will probably make it exactly what you want. It's very well done. Yep. And, uh, you know, the other thing, too, is, is this is kind of an interesting spot. It's off of like 96th and Q you know, is roughly where it's at. So not a place, not an area that you'd be like, oh, I'm going to drive around here and look for restaurants. Um, although uh, Varsity Roman Coin is up the street, um, as is Rose Garden. So uh, there's there's some interesting things there as well. So yeah, kind of a neat spot. Uh, it was cool that we ate here at Taste of Omaha, low those many moons ago. And we came back here and are now finishing up the Saturday Morsel podcast for Rice Noodle Thai. So with that, we will do the send-off of Saturday Omaha and say thank you for eating with us. Thanks for eating with us. And I'm Dave. I'm TJ. And uh, eat this. I would recommend eating this. For sure. See you later. Bye-bye. Saturday Omaha. Eat this.